0: This episode of JMC is sponsored by Mocha Motion Coffee. Get caffeinated with Mocha Motion Coffee, a mobile boutique beverage bar transforming Lancaster's caffeine scene. Indulge in their meticulously handcrafted espresso drinks, vibrant matcha, real fruit smoothies, and refreshing acai bowls. Catch Mocha Motion at their next stop or elevate your next corporate affair or even private party with their bomb coffee offerings. Now booking into 2024, sip, savor, and celebrate with Mocha Motion Coffee, where every sip is a journey, ha ha ha, journey, and every moment a memory. Learn more at mochamotioncoffee.com, that's M-O-C-H-A-M-O-T-I-O-N-C-O-F-F-E-E dot com. Get you some coffee, man. Get me a coffee wire at it. Welcome back to the Journeyman Chronicles JMC where we maintain focus and stay continuous through all four seasons My name is Felix C. Arroyo and this is is episode 71, I got to talk to none other than Tony Brownheart. Tony stopped by, we talked about music, but a lot more than that, we get into a really deep conversation about uh, the connection with music, emotions, sensitivity, uh, senses, um dreams we we really um dive deep he's a deep thinker he's very pensive we uh, relate on those grounds and um the reason why i'm bringing that up is because this is an element of the podcast that i was looking to really do with somebody for a long time just to have a deep conversation about shit that probably nobody really wants to talk about right uh, but everybody thinks about and that's the point You know, life. What's it? What's it mean? Where are we? Does it matter? You know, shit like that. So along with the music and along with the production that he does, um, we also talk about how he dives into it and what it means to him and his connection to it. Everything means something and it's important. And even at a young age, he gets that. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't even want to have those type of conversations. So um, I was very grateful that that Tony did. So, uh, like, you know how it is here, right? We're not going to get too far into the introduction. Let's just get right into it. This is Tony's Journey. And these are the Journeyman Chronicles. Let's go. All right, man. So so this is cool man tony brown all right so we finally get this uh conversation started i was thinking about um how it came across you and uh i think we discussed this already but mercedes which is family of mine my wife's cousin got me hip to you and uh go ahead and pull that closer to you bro if you can yeah, hold that hold that still and then pull the top part. Hold that yeah. that right there. Hold that and then pull that towards you. There you go. How's that? Yeah, good. <clears throat> yeah, good. Feel free to talk directly into that bad boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mercedes was like, You got you gotta check out Tony Brownhart, have him on the podcast. So, like, so I started following you. But I'm pretty sure at that time we were we, we were working together, oh, we yeah, just yeah. didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um you were like, you saw me at work, and we started talking. And then, and then, um, your sister, Nive, hit me up, okay. And she was like, I have three people for you, and one of them was you. And she was like, That's my brother. and I was like, I didn't know that was your brother. <laughs> and I know of Nive, we've never really um, officially met, but th- through the years of making music, I used to make music. She used to record at my boy studio, gotcha. So, just a small world, I guess, is what <laughs> I'm trying to get to here um but yeah so let's talk man first and foremost um thank you very much for for coming on i know the not knowing um the art of not knowing people but having to get out and interact and especially when you make music i'm sure is it's it, it can be easy for people and difficult for others is how how is it for you um
1: depends the setting really yeah um sometimes it's nerve-wracking sometimes i'm in i'm in my element um yeah, really, yeah. just depends. And thank you for having me here. Oh yeah, absolutely, it's a pleasure bro. to to be here.
0: Absolutely, man. I'm 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 all about meeting new people, and um, obviously, when when Mercedes mentioned you, I looked you up. I was listening to the to the vibes that you got. You got a dope style. So let's just thank dive you. right into music sure. to 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 kind of break the ice here, um, because a lot of people that I interview are creatives, um, and mostly around the music world, one way or, or another um so like how long have you been making music like how did that come up about in your life
1: so i started making my own music probably when i was 18 years old i okay. 21 now okay um that's when i really got into music production so what i do is i'm a i'm a producer singer songwriter and an audio engineer
0: okay so you're doing it all yeah yeah nice
1: um and i give uh a lot of credit to to you know you know who Russ is, no. Well, he's a music artist. Um,
0: well, yeah, yeah, Russ. Okay, Russ, you talk about Russ. Russ, Russ. Yeah, Russ. yep. Um, he's kind of he's kind he's nice too. Yeah, he's yeah, one of my favorite yeah, cats yeah, to listen to.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's really good. Um, but he was the same way where he he produces own stuff, he makes his own stuff, and um, it inspired me to to know that I can do it on my own as well. Yeah. Um, for one, there's a lot the there's a lot of barriers to entry, not as much as maybe like 20 years ago, Okay, but yeah. um, it's, things can be very pricey. So it was like necessary for me to learn how to produce my own stuff and mix and master my own stuff because it's very expensive. Um, so yeah, I've just been honing in on my craft for the past three years. Um, but as far as like music goes, I've been a musician since I, since I was probably like, Seven years old or so. Okay. Started playing the piano and then played trumpet in school and, and guitar here and there. So, yeah.
0: So the music as an artist came first and then the honing in your craft to produce it and engineer it, that came later on out of necessity? Or did you, were you always interested in that?
1: I'd actually say the production came first. Oh, really? Um, It wasn't like... I was producing on a software or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I really didn't start singing or rapping until like maybe tenth grade, around there. So like sixteen years old, I was very shy, very shy about my voice, very insecure about my voice. Um, but I've always made songs on the on the on the piano and the guitar. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely a producer first.
0: Um, one of the things that I can relate to is. The like when you mentioned how expensive things are, <clears throat> and obviously you know it, things change over the course of of years and decades, and uh, what we have at our disposal, especially artists. And I, I'm not an artist, but I can imagine the ability to upload what you've created in seconds, as opposed to having to pay to go and get it uh, produced and engineered. Exactly. And but the quality of music is still. Uh, it's still taken very seriously. So you don't want to have to pay somebody um, to produce or engineer because after a while, unless you're making the money to do it, it gets expensive, like you're saying. Right. So the reason why I'm bringing it up is because I can relate to that. Like, I, you know, with the podcast, like, I'm doing this all on my own. But years ago, and I brought this up before that I used to make music. Through that, I learned, like, how to record and edit and stuff. And so I've used that on the podcast. And so I'm kind of like, let me learn it more. And let me do as much as I can on my own because I don't want to have to dish out any money that I don't really have. Because things do get expensive. And it's, I mean, the hell with it. If people can uh, grind and make the money that they need to pay for those services, then God bless you. But what I'm getting from you is it's not like you were forcing yourself. Um, you, you just mentioned that the production came first, so there was obviously an interest in in that. Yes. So, yes. The, so uh, it's a passion a three a three phased passion producing, engineering, recording, singing. Rap. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice, man. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: you ever think about how much work you're doing and and you're doing it all on your own?
1: Um. Yeah, I do here and here and there. Something I struggle with is giving myself credit. Okay,
0: um, that's fine. I do the same thing. Yeah. So we're both in the same boat. <laughs> I, I think
1: a lot of creatives do that actually, especially while working a full time job. It's like you're constantly on the go. You're working your full time job. You come home and you're working on whatever craft you're doing, and it's like we sometimes we forget to give ourselves breaks. Yeah, um, and they're very necessary. Like there's there's many times where I feel guilty for taking a day off. You know what I mean? From
0: from your passion
1: from my passion whether it's organizing releases or or what i have to do um just everything related to my music if i'm not working on my music uh, like every day um like i feel guilty
0: yeah yeah well do you have do you have children no okay so you're 21 years old you don't have children so you're you're in a great spot in life so even though i know i understand what you're saying uh, allow me to reassure you that there's no reason to feel guilty sure. for doing exactly what you're doing. Sure. I think it's noble and honorable though, because um, especially when you're working a full-time job, sometimes you, you can, it, the flip side comes about where you're kind of like, man, am I doing enough? Like am I, everybody sees you doing exactly what you're doing on this phenomenal level, you don't want to give yourself that much credit because like for me personally, it's weird. Like, it's like, I know it, I get it, yeah. but I just don't like the spotlight like that. Yeah, yeah, But at the same time, I get fooled where I'm like, am I doing enough? Like I'm, I'm cause I am we're, we're working, you know, we work together at Tate. So you're working a full-time job. You have that. Then you're coming home and then you're trying to dive into to all this. And you're like, am I doing enough? I'm seeing everybody else like, do it at this level? Mm-hmm. Am I committing enough time to it because of my full-time job? Yeah. You know what I mean? But then in reality, you're so close to it, you don't see that you are doing enough. Yeah. Like, you are doing so much more than what other people may be doing. And For some, sure. Some people are just actively, they're the artist. And then they rely on, I got to go to the studio and this cat takes care of recording me. And I just got to show up. You know mm-hmm. what I right, mean? Right, right.
1: I think um <laughs> so so, for me, um, I've had to teach myself that everyone everyone is like everyone's at a different spot, yeah, you might see someone who is at the top of their industry or who's blowing up in whatever industry it may be, um, but that's the thing, like people only see the tip of the iceberg, they don't see the the all the hard work that went into it before him like when no one was when no one cared about what they were doing really and they were just so committed because they were so passionate about whatever it, whatever it was um I've had to teach myself that because there's there's been times where I've caught myself being jealous of others hating on others mm. um and now I'm getting better with that now yeah so
0: is it more so like the uh, seeing the growth in somebody else, and you don't see yourself in that same position, or is it le- is it legit? Like you're not hating on no, no somebody. It's just more so like, damn, that's where I want to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like
1: I, I respect the grind. Yeah. No matter what, no matter what you're doing, I respect the grind. It's just like I want to be there. Yeah. You know, I can be there. Yeah.
0: Know? Yeah. When uh, th- doing everything out all at one time, I know we've kind of made that clear that that's what you're doing, but when you started making music, was that your focus or did that slowly come about through trial and error of recording at somebody else's studio and and whatnot? So
1: I had um, my very first time in a recording studio. I I had just graduated high school um, and I was working on a project called Concept Lotus, um, and I have it tattooed on my on my left leg. Okay. And what concept lotus means is it's kind of like that that concrete rose type of um, saying. It's okay. like lotus is growing swamps, um, and well, when you think of a swamp, it's not like the most pretty place out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it shows that something beautiful can come from something that that probably wasn't that you wouldn't think is the most beautiful. So when I was recording that project, I I really just wanted to see. What it was like, like I learned from from the audio engineer's workflow, um, and I just I just took notes. Um, and what inspired me to to go and do the audio engineering myself was that like I wanted to to, to edit all the sound to the way I liked it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, sure, this guy might be a professional, that guy might be a professional, but they're gonna do it their way. And I might not want it to be done that way, so um, yeah, I started doing it on my own, and I I, I got to a point where like I just hit like a standstill with it, where I wasn't seeing any progress, um, and I was very critical of, uh, of all of my my audio engineering for a very long while. But uh, I just had to to do it. I just had to do it. So. I just started releasing music, even though the audio engineering was absolute ass. You know what I mean? That you were doing? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But you were like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. I I, I can't wait anymore. You know what I mean? The only way I'm going to learn is by doing it. Um, And then now each time I I release a song, I learn from it. And I can listen to my songs that I released a year ago. And I'm like, I could have done this better. I could have done that that better. Um, And I'm still learning. I'm still like a... A very amateur audio engineer. Yeah, you know, but, but
0: but I think it's still so dope though. Yeah, that you're doing it. It's it's not common. Maybe it is. And do you know of other artists that are doing the same thing that you're doing? Um, I know I know a few. Um,
1: I can't probably like. Name them off the top of yeah. my head, but Do you I network definitely...
0: a lot. Is that is that something that you're? I struggle with that. Yeah, yeah,
1: I struggle with that. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I got the vibe, like, like because uh, I'm the same way. So I was getting the vibe, like when I mentioned at the very beginning, like the getting out and talking to people. Is yeah. that something that's difficult for you?
1: <laughs> I say it's a little bit of both because now I'm I'm entering a new version of myself where it's kind of easier. Gotcha. Um, but I still have that part of me where I'm very reserved, you know? So,
0: yeah. So networking, uh, when you do do find that moment where you're like, okay, I'm comfortable now, Mm -hmm. um, uh, talk to me about the, does the networking and collaborating ever come into play with you, or are you a very private person where you kind of like just like to make your own music? Like, how's that? with you because I know a lot of people are are they're they got the tribe with them so to speak you yeah, know what yeah. I mean and which is dope but on like me personally there's times where I'm like I I love that but I'm also I just like to roll dolo bro like yeah and do my own thing
1: yeah i'm 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 an extremely private person yeah um especially when it comes to my music because it's so personal to me. Okay. Um, like my sister Nibi, she's a, a phenomenal singer, a phenomenal writer. Yes, she is. Yeah. I won't let her write anything for me. Yeah. You know, I just, it doesn't feel right. Gotcha. Um, I Has won't. she tried? Yeah, she's tried. <laughs> and, and the thing is she like, it, like it was good. Yeah. Was good. Um, but it doesn't feel like me, you know what I mean? Um, so like I, I don't let people sit in on any of my sessions mm. at all. I'm not comfortable with it. I'm not comfortable with opinions of others, um, and I guess that's something I have to work on for myself. Is like I gotta be so secure in myself that someone else's opinion has zero effect on me.
0: Yeah, but uh, but but to your credit, it's sometimes it just is what it is. Sure. I remember when I used to make music. Um, I had when I would rap and I and I would write. I had my own like technique, and then whenever I collaborated with somebody, I wasn't used to how they were how they would go about it. It's like they were brainstorming, and I needed to be a part of it. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to do it your way. I actually want to <laughs> be alone. Yeah, I actually don't. You know, they would play the beat on loop, and then just, you you just write. And I'm like, I need the beat to stop. Right. I need the music to stop so I can think and then i play the music and then i stop so i'm interested in like how how your process is
1: it's very random yeah very random sometimes like i'll be at work not even listening to any any of my beats or or type beats on youtube and i'll get like a melody in my head and i i take out my phone open the the memos app and then record it yeah um but it usually starts with me just making a beat um and sometimes i get it right away and I hop on the mic and write to it um, but most times I have to sit on beats for a very very long while yeah. not necessarily a long while sometimes it's a few months yeah um, but there's beats that I've made two years ago um, that I'm still kind of waiting for I guess the inspiration
0: yeah for. you ever come back to something that you weren't feeling at first and then like a year later, you're like, yeah, yeah. It. I've it done
1: it. I've done it a few times. Even like, there's, I have a uh, so many songs. Um, I probably have maybe 11 out or so right now. Okay, but I have a lot that are, are unreleased that I'm just not satisfied with. Yeah, because um, I know where I can be, and it's just not up to the like my standard right now. Maybe it would have been like two years ago, but again, the audio engineering not being good got me out of the my flow, and I just I started not liking some of my music. But yes, I do come back to, to beats. I come back to songs. And if I don't like a flow of a song um, that I started maybe a year ago, I'll just completely scrap it and then try something different.
0: Gotcha. You mentioned uh, around seven years of age is when you really started becoming uh, interested in music one way or another. It was, yeah. It brought into your life. Well, are you from Lancaster? Yes, I am. Um, so what were some of your inspirations? Were there anybody, any uh, local artists or was it more so what you were hearing on the radio at, at the at your tender age of seven? So that... I'm trying to say, you're young, bro. Yeah, so I mean, I, you, you being seven, I was probably already in my 20s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: tell you what. <clears throat> so I'm Puerto Rican. Uh, Me too. My mom always listened to a bunch of... Latino music. Okay. Uh, my sister listened to a lot of R&B. But I I, mean, I can't tell you when I was a child, I can't tell you any specific no, like, type of music it. that I grew up on because there was just so much. Yeah. I really like when I turned when I got into high school and I started finding music that I liked. That's what I say I grew up on, so artists okay. like Daniel Caesar, um J Cole, okay. Bad Bunny, um Russ. Yeah. Um, that's real. like, that's what I say I grew up on. Because I, I really don't remember much of, yeah like, influences from childhood. But I'll tell you what. Um, my very first memory when it came to, to music, um, I was at church, probably four years old or so. Um, and the you know, the worship was going on and I, I couldn't tell you what the song was about or anything. I was four years old. Yeah. Than, but I started crying. Um, I felt it so much. Um uh, and that, like that's always stuck with me. I'm a very sensitive person physically. So from touch, taste, smell, hearing, everything's very sensitive. So like everything's heightened. and I probably get goosebumps 10 times a day. Yeah. Um, most of it is off of music. Yeah, um, like I can hear like you play me a song right now, and it could just be a beat, and I'll get goosebumps. Um, but yeah, that's my first memory of of knowing that I like music.
0: It's mm. pretty dope that you bring that up because um, that just goes to show, really, like your heightened your heightened sens- sensitivity, um, your senses really are heightened. Where you're probably um, in tune with a lot of frequencies uh, that other people aren't hip to. I don't know if you get into that or follow that. I'm a big like believer and we've talked about it before myself and other guests on this podcast about like paying attention to your energy and the energy around you and the energy from other people um, and the frequencies that people give off um, like the human body is naturally in tune with a certain frequency sure. or a certain note. Um, like you can go on Spotify and listen to like playlists that just play that frequency. It helps people go to sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And so what you just said to me was, was like a, that just like hit the nail on the head. Like that's what that is. And I don't know if you're even aware of it or if other people are, are, are aware of it, but, when you have something like that ability, that just goes to show like you can really um you can really dive into what someone's saying or what or listen to music. Like you just like you said, there could be no words, but you're immediately in tune with that frequency. Yes. I think as an yeah. artist that's imperative. For um, sure. Yeah. So you do you believe in that as well or
1: Um I'm at a point where I don't know what I believe. Yeah. I don't know what reality is. I don't know what anything is. Yeah but I do take things here and there Um, and I mean like quite literally sound is frequency you know what I mean Um, but yes I can pick up very very uh, I pick up people's energy very well people's vibe very well Um, so yeah
0: yeah what kind of music are are you writing is it all personal shit are you yeah
1: it's it's usually all um, everything I've experienced everything I've gone through from from love, sadness, self-discovery. Right now, I'm working on a project called "Dear Andromeda." Okay. Um. So I'm really into space. Okay. Um, I'd say, like, learning about space kind of helped me find meaning, to, it, like more meaning in my life. Um, man. Kind of made me wonder what I am. Like right now, we're on a we're on a planet in yeah. space. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah. We're sitting down because of gravity, you know. Uh, I'd honestly say, like, just being aware of, of, of what nature is and all that, is, like like, saved my life because I was in a very dark place. Yeah. Um, Like, not even a year ago, you know.
0: Yeah. What was it that put you in a dark place? Do you mind? Um, or no?
1: I just know that I've been... I've been kind of, like, sad my, most of my life. Yeah. So um, my my dad passed away when I, when I was six years old. Um, and then ever since then, like, I became very reserved. So that's where that's when I started becoming reserved. I was a very okay. um, out-there type of child, you know, okay. a very hyper child. Uh, and then just, like, a few years later... Um, when I was nine years old, I found out that he wasn't my dad. Oh, okay. And that I have some, like my biological father is out there somewhere. Gotcha. Um, and,
0: and this was something you weren't hip to when your father was alive. No, nah, nah. passed.
1: It was after he passed. Um, I haven't met him to this day. I haven't spoken to him th- to this day, um, but it kind of, I felt like abandoned. Sure. You know, I felt unimportant, mm. you know, um, but now, like going back to to this whole space thing, yeah, like sure, we might be very, very small, um, but then it reminds me to like look at my hands and see the detail in it all, mm-hmm. knowing how small we are, um, and it makes me feel good, it makes me feel beautiful, it makes me feel happy,
0: yeah, I think one of the dope things when, when you talk about space, yeah, um, I've never been like a student of it, but I do I guess if I really think about it, I can be because I'm always enthralled by the thought of sure. like, like you said, like this, we're on a floating rock, really. Sure. And there's endless space and we are just this small little blip. Um, but everything that that is out there is what we're made of. Yes. Like the atoms yeah. and, you know, like the, yeah. when you start going down the wormhole, it gets really interesting and cool and then at the same time it gets kind of like this is starting to wig me out a little bit like you know um but i think that's that goes back again to like you know when when i said when i brought up the frequency thing and you were like and i'm still trying to figure things out that everything you just talked about is like in line with like discovering oneself sure yeah like not really putting it not hanging your hat on anything label wise but just being like I'm not naive, I'm hip to something, and and I don't know what it is, but I love that I'm looking for it, and right. I'm studying it, and right. I'm, you know, I'm here, but I'm not here by accident, but maybe I am, but it's not supposed to be taken, you know, and like I said, there goes the wormhole, so I yeah. think it's cool that you do that, man, because a lot of, I don't know if a lot of kids, forgive me, you're a young man now, but, I'm 44, so everybody right. be below I'm, me I'm basically a kid. a kid. Yeah, <laughs> I got my daughter. Will be 21 yeah. in November. Um, but like the, the fact that you're at this age in your life and you're thinking along those levels is is, is pretty phenomenal. And as an artist, I'm I'm sure that that's putting you in a position when you make your music, it's important. This isn't yeah, music yeah. that you're just like I just I'm gonna release like three songs this week and put it out there and see what see what kind of yeah. traction it gets. Right, right,
1: right. Yeah. Uh, on that like when you focus on numbers and stuff like I don't know it it can't be the focus at all. if the yeah. music is good, eventually it's gonna get numbers, just yeah, like money, fame, um numbers should not be the focus of any music artist, mm. you know if you're good, you're good, it's gonna come, don't yeah. worry about it um that's why like I don't stress that at all i nice. i i I imagine everything that's coming very vividly um but I don't I don't stress it.
0: When you say you imagine everything, you mean you're talking about what you want coming into your life, you 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 vision it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: Um
0: it's like the law of attraction type show. Sure. Yep, yeah. Yep.
1: Uh, so this next project called Dear Andromeda, um it's a it's a six song, a five song EP. Um five or six, I'm still like
0: yeah. Yeah, 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 you're toying with that. Yeah.
1: But it's gonna it's gonna release in like November, December. So okay. I, I have to decide now. Gotcha. Um, but it's a it's a project about self discovery. So Andromeda is the closest galaxy to the Milky Way. It's about two point five million light years away. Okay. Um and it it was named after a Greek goddess. I can't tell you much about that story because I, I really don't know anything. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. I like the name a lot. Um, but, yeah, it's a song about – it's a, it's an EP about self-discovery um, and just, like, learning how to trust myself and, like, knowing that it's okay that I'm so uncertain about literally everything, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, that with with time, like, I'll become more wise and, and this, this and that. But at the end of the day, like, I realize – no no matter how wise I become, I know nothing. Yeah. You know? Um, And, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's humility right there because that's everybody. That's right. Whether they would have admitted or not. Right, right, right. I think when you're able to admit that, then, um, uh, it, it, the burden of stress isn't as big, if that makes any sense, because you, you, you can't put any, um, onus into anything because, um, it is what it is, and and um, what, what's what's the what's the I'm ch- there's a word I'm thinking of, and I can't I can't think of it right now. But it, hearing what you just said, I, I completely cosign it, and, and I get what you're yeah. saying. And it's kind of like when you have that way of thinking, things don't really weigh on you as much. But then on the flip side, there are some things that do weigh on you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you seem to be very a very pensive person is that fair to say do you yeah. do a lot of thinking Yeah 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 what 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 are there what are, what are some things that you like to think about a lot I mean you mentioned space so you're thinking obviously about space and time and uh, relationships with yeah. people is that is that something that you think about a lot or no
1: So my um my biggest question is why is it that it is why it is Mm um, and that's when I just sit with, every yeah. now and again. Um, but the thing is, like, I'm well aware I'll never get the answer. Um, I think about money a lot. Money's very confusing to me. It's like it's more. It's it's an idea. Yeah. Um, and it's a value we put towards time and resource. Relationships confuse me. I confuse me. Um, I think about trust a lot. Yeah. Uh, and and how like. I don't think I trust myself to take care of my my emotions and my well-being. Um, Yeah, I think about, I think a a lot. And I I used to say I don't overthink. I just think a lot. Mm. But recently, like the past month or two, I just found myself like going in laps, going in laps, man. But it's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. It's like not, nothing else, like not even music comes close to, to the fulfillment I get when it comes to thinking. Yeah. Um, like when it's all said and done in my life, I like, the music is great. Um, it helps me express myself. Um, but I, I kind of want to be, I want to be known as like a, a philosopher. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and on, on the, the like the expression thing, uh I struggle a lot with expressing myself um through like just talking. Okay. Uh or and and even thought too. Even thought I struggle expressing myself through thought. So when I make music um I'm in the process of writing a song, I, I I'm like I'm in some sort of zone. Okay, yeah. I can barely remember writing any of the songs I've written really yeah that's cool and I write them down on paper each one each one down on paper Um, but yeah I can't remember it for anything but when I when I go back and and listen to the songs maybe a few days later I understand myself a little bit more so even though even those songs that I've I've written a year ago two years ago three years ago um, every now and again I'll go and listen to understand where I was at and what I was feeling even though like the sonics of everything isn't up to my standard right now you know what i mean but i can still learn more about who i am
0: yeah that's dope man thank you it reminds me of um uh not that it goes along with what you're saying but just the um allowing yourself to when you say you 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 love to think really you're just allowing your your yourself to articulate your thoughts so many times that that does then aid in the creation of your music oh, for sure you know what i mean like when you structure your thoughts um you know they, they there's a, there's a i don't know I, I didn't know michael jackson obviously but apparently he told either either puff daddy said this story a long time ago that michael jackson told him that he could see colors when mm-hmm. he heard mm-hmm. music yeah i believe that yeah i believe that there are that goes back to the frequency shit I talked about, but like, if you allow yourself to, to train your thoughts and control them and articulate your thoughts and program your thoughts, not in a fake way, but in a way where you can uh, train and learn. And, and I think that's why you love diving into your thoughts so much because it's an endless education for yeah. oneself yeah. that you can actually start to get hip to different things that other people aren't in tune with. When I listen to music, one of my favorite things to do is I like listening to a lot of instrumentals. Um, so, I, like the past five years, I got really hip to lo fi, mm. but there's a lot of different genres that are just, you know, like atmospheric, cinematic type of music. And there's people that just love making that type of music. And I love listening to it and, and catching the different, the number of different instruments that I can hear. Yeah. yeah. And there's people that are like, I don't. How are you hearing that? And mm-hmm. I'm like, but how are you not hearing it? <laughs> right, right. Like right. it's right there. It's and it's like you can see the levels actually, like kind of like create themselves in front of you. It's like I can see the different levels of instruments, and I think that's just my brain being so used to working and thinking mm-hmm. that you can do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. On, on that, a lot of people are just blessed with with that. Like me, per, me, yeah. per, me personally when it comes to sound um i i more so feel i don't see anything I, but that's cool yeah like there's people who it there's a name for it but there's people who it's some sort of condition or something yeah. where like a certain note will be played and they'll see a certain color
0: yeah um, yeah
1: and a lot of those people have perfect pitch because they can tie a C note to blue yeah you know and and a a g-note to to purple you know um that i I find that fascinating just how how crazy the the human mind is
0: i'm curious you (laughs) like watching documentaries
1: oh yeah yeah okay yeah yeah, because
0: that's yeah that'd be right up your alley that's how i am anyway yeah yeah Yeah.
1: i love learning
0: history and and Mm -hmm. just Something could be on it I didn't know about, and I'm just caught off guard by it because it's like, oh, this is interesting. Right. I'm learning something, right. and then my wife will be like, "What are we watching?" And I'm like, I don't know. I have no yeah. idea what's going on, but I'm <laughs> it, learning. It's
1: interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I
0: get that. Is does your music? Um, going back to that real quick, and then and then we'll we'll move on. But um, you talked about. Uh, Dear Andromeda is that the name <laughs> yes. of the project so are you when you when you decide to make a project or you're working on music however it comes about mm-hmm. is it is there always a structure in regards to there needs to be a theme or something that's that I'm passionate about or are you writing stuff and then all of a sudden it's like I have like I got like five good songs that that make me feel this way I'm going to put it out and call it this
1: yeah depends what I'm what I want to do. Yeah. So for my EPs and, and like albums, I really want them to be, to have a theme. Um, But as far as like just throwing uh, songs together, that's more of like a mixtape. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I'm still very fresh when it comes to building projects. I've released a project in July called the birch. Okay. And I'll tell you a little bit about that. So, um, behind my house there's a birch tree, uh, and I would always look at it as a kid and whatnot. Um, and uh, the the name just came to me like the birch. Hmm. And with that, I've had I've had a few beats and a few songs already. Um, and I was like, these can go well together for the birch. Now let me tell you the meaning of the birch. It doesn't mean anything. I just I just like it, and yeah. I like the tree. Uh, But one day, right before it releases, uh, um, I go for a little walk. I like taking walks, so I can just think. Yeah. And on Google, they they have this thing where you can pull out the camera, and it'll tell you what type of tree it is. Turns out it's not a birch tree. It's uh, what you call it. (laughs) Uh, I'm drawing a blank. I think it starts with an S. Anyway, it's not a birch tree. Yeah. Uh, But it still stuck. It was like the birch yeah i like it so now i just recently got a studio um and it's called the the birch uh, studio
0: i like it Um, though. yeah it's nice it has a
1: little ring to it and um i'm working on building a a record label now okay um, that would focus more so on producers because that's my favorite thing about music is producing gotcha um it's called the birch records and it kind of like it it fits it's unique um but as far as like going back to that whole theme thing um, I'm working on an album right now to release next year. It's called vermilion um so vermilion is uh like a bright red, okay, um, that's
0: the name of the color that's
1: the name of the color, yeah um Vermillion. vermilion, yeah, okay, and same thing with that thing. That word means nothing to me but the fact that I like the word, yeah, and I like the color <laughs> uh, <laughs> so two years ago, like on my bicep, yeah, I have. Okay, I see the, that. I have Vermilion tatted. Now that's not the color. It kind of like got dull. Yeah, 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 yeah. But gotcha. um that that project is the theme of that project is feelings. Um, from again from like love, uh happiness, thoughtfulness, partying. I want to put all of not all this probably impossible to do, but a lot of human feelings um into this project. Yeah. So it's kinda it's gonna be like a like a roller coaster, but with that how I how I order the songs is very important because like with like there can be two songs that are completely different in feel, um and in meaning that you might not be able to put right next to each other. And if you do, you have to make it transition into a way where it's seamless and it makes sense. Yeah. Um, so that's that. And I'm aiming, I really, really want to hit seventeen songs.
0: Yeah. Why all that pro- number.
1: All pretty. um, I don't know, it feels good. Yeah. Seventeen <laughs> yeah. songs. Um all produced by myself I want no features I want it to just be me and really everything that I felt up until this point yeah Um, and that's what that project is about so if you can imagine in your head imagine like a a a black room you're sitting in a black room you're in the middle of it and there's a doorway um and then there's just a really really bright light um now go from the perspective of behind the person so like a third person perspective yeah and that's what like the cover art would be okay um
0: but yeah so you're already processing uh different projects at the same time yeah is that stemming off of the music or the beats that you're hearing and you're like "Ooh, i love that i love that for that so then yeah. you start creating multiple exactly projects. Yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah um because uh i i personally don't want to be bound to a certain type of music certain topic of music um so i'll set up uh a project regarding feelings yeah maybe one day i'll release a project that's about like i don't know partying you know having a good time another one is more so like smooth maybe another one would be all thoughtfulness another one might be like sadness you yeah. know what i mean and that's what uh I, I think eps are very important so eps are just six songs max um but you can be very, very direct on your message that you put into that because yeah. it's not so big. Yeah. Um. So I, I plan on releasing a lot of EPs in my career, and like a like maybe a few banger albums here and there. Um,
0: That's cool. Yeah. I think I think the use of the EP is becoming more. It's being it, it's being done more now. Maybe even within the last maybe like eight to ten years, I've noticed it more. Mm-hmm. Um, but with all, but that also being said, my my um, the amount of music in different genres that I listen to has widened right. in that same time yeah. span. So that's probably why yeah yeah I've gotten hip to that because growing up when I just listened to rap music, sure. you don't really see many EPs.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The 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 way I look at EPs is they're like the the short films
0: of of music. Yeah, I like that.
1: Yeah, I personally have a. Like, a, I'm a very impatient person.
0: <laughs> very impatient. <laughs> I know what you mean, dog. So there's
1: a lot of times where I don't want to sit down and watch a full movie. You know, yeah. I, I want to get, like, give me the message right now, um, 10, 15 minutes, and then we're done, and I, I love it. Um, And that's where I feel like EPs can be very, very, um, they can shine
0: yeah. doing that, you know what I mean? If they're done right, If though. they're done right, yeah. 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 I feel like if you don't really have a theme then the EP doesn't really, it doesn't hit for me. And I feel like, oh, this is just like a really, this is just a five track. It's a small mixtape. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to being like, um, you know, when I hear artists kind of release those EPs that have a certain structure and a theme, it kind of like gives you an idea of where they are. Mm Where it's like, ooh, if they release an album anytime soon, they're 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 already in the middle of some dope vibes. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Um, as a listener, I've always I've always appreciated that. Um, you kind of hinted something here that I'd like to get into, and in the not wanting to watch movies. So, are you, you the patience in you? Are you? Is that always the the, the scenario with Tony Brownhart? Are you can you sit and enjoy a good movie? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh okay, okay.
1: Yeah, but I'm not gonna watch like a movie or two movies every week. Okay,
0: fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: You know, like I might watch a movie once a month. What about,
0: what about, um, since we're, since we're, we're kind of like having the same type of interest in music, I'm curious as far as storytelling, do you appreciate that in a good series? Do you watch TV series at all? Yeah. yeah? What are you watching right now? Anything in particular?
1: Not, not anything right now. Um, Hmm. What's a good TV series I watched. I honestly haven't watched a a TV series in in a very long while. Yeah. Um, but one type of, of show that I've watched uh, is anime.
0: Okay, you like anime? Nice.
1: Um, I I don't know really. Yeah. It's just, I, I, like never this, grew, I I never watched it growing yeah. up,
0: but I know it's it's got a huge following. Like any yeah. different types of it.
1: So I like the storytelling aspect and how dramatic it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the guy. I was the guy who thought anime was really corny. Yeah, I thought it was. Fr- for cheese balls yeah yeah um but i gave it a shot and i've actually like cried to it an yeah before um i haven't watched one in like two years or so but um i really appreciate how dramatic it is because like any normal tv show like if it's recorded with with cameras you can't have the same sure dramatic emotion like you could do anything with, with any type of animated um film or or show yeah
0: yeah I like a good um, I like a good story and recently my wife and I watch a lot of TV shows together and I, I corrupted her in that regard uh-huh. because when I met my wife she hardly watched okay. any TV um, but I, I, I don't I can't really watch something let me start this over I can watch anything mm-hmm. but I have to wrap my mind around what I'm watching so for example we're going to watch some really goofy ass TV series. Okay. Then I'm not going to invest myself. I hate to say it this way, but like not intellectually, but I'm just going to relax and not try absorb as much information. I'm just going to enjoy the show mm-hmm. as opposed to being like, when someone says you got to pay attention to everything in this movie, because it's going to trip you out, out Then Everybody be quiet okay. and let me <laughs> yeah, absorb sure. this. You know what I mean? Cause I love to process I love the story. Uh, don't talk. Mm-hmm. That are, are you the same way or?
1: Yeah, yeah. And when it comes to movies like that, um, sometimes you have to rewatch them to yeah. like get the the, sub, the subliminals. Yeah. Um, for me, those type of those type of movies are usually dramas. Yeah. I really like dramas. That's probably my favorite genre of movies, because um, they can be dramatic. Yeah. I like dramatics. You know what I mean.
0: Like anything with M Night Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um, I'm just like a big fan. Yeah. Even his really bad ones, his bad movies, where I'm like, this is a horrible movie. I'm like, but it's so good. Like mm-hmm. the story is so good. Mm-hmm. And that's another creative that writes, directs. Uh, he writes, directs, and um, sometimes even stars in his own stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's like I guess from a creative standpoint, I'm like, but I can appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I understand that. Yeah.
0: This is cool, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. I've never had a conversation like that. I appreciate the the candidness um in your ability to be vulnerable cuz it's not easy. Yeah. Um and especially for me growing up, I didn't really I wasn't aware of how I felt in the, in in this regard until I got older. And I was like, "Oh, wow, there's a whole group of people like it, mm-hmm. Like there's this is cool now yeah, we yeah. growing up it was yeah. like it was like what are you talking about um and then i kind of like realized like my father passed away he passed away this past christmas uh, yeah sorry. and uh thank you and and there's a lot of him that i'm realizing i have my dad was like a he was a nerd for these type of things but mm-hmm. he just didn't really explain it to me like this is what you're probably into because of me and so i'm like Man, I love diving in the shit. I love talking about things like this. So I appreciate it, man. I know you said, like I said, it, it's it's not easy. It was and 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 growing up, um, the, being shy. Um, you said you're starting to now kind of discover who you are. Mm-hmm. Is that just through um, just living life, or, or was, did something come about that kind of forced that that realization for you, or or no?
1: it was it was like a, a a switch um I think it was probably initiated by this curiosity in space. I've always been curious of space and like history and geology and all types of stuff like that, but like um so start of twenty twenty three is like a complete switch, yeah, um, like I've unlocked this this new type of awareness. Um, and self respect um, and it's hard <laughs> i'll tell you what it's hard you know there's a lot of people who like i know i know i'm very aware of of a lot of things that, at my young age and there's a lot of people who who check out and like it's too much
0: when you're engaging with them or you just notice that in general no just in general okay yep.
1: yeah um like I feel, I, I'd say I, I feel insane, you know, um, and I, you, you can look at any, any of the greats in, in their respective industries. They're, they're likely insane. Yeah. And I, I feel, I feel like a mad, like a madman <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it just happened 2023 and it's like, all right, my, my entire life, um, my awareness is going up like this very steadily and then fucking, yeah. And it's a lot to handle. it's really a lot to handle um uh, it gets stressful being very aware um you feel alone a lot mm-hmm. I feel very alone very often i feel like i feel very misunderstood um,
0: yeah do you have do you hang out with your friends like do yeah. you have a group of people that understand that yeah or yeah, you... yeah i
1: have i have i have a great group of friends um very supportive in everything i do um and I have a friend in particular who's been my friend since since fifth grade, and he's kind of getting hit to to like this type of awareness and stuff like that. But um, it's a it's a different level yeah. of a, of awareness that I have. Um, and you'd have to like sit down with me multiple times and really get to know me to know how my mind works and how it's just constantly on the go.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you're you're constantly on the go. When when you say that. 'Cause my, my next question was like, how do you find time to, you know, do something as simple as unwind? Is that possible for you? Are you constantly creating? Is your mind always working, even though you may be trying to just rest? Yeah.
1: It, it it's always it's always working, even mm. when I'm trying to rest. Um But I've been forcing myself to like stop. Yeah. And I think me getting this studio Back in July helps.
0: That's up. That's what's up, man. It
1: um, like I loved creating in my room. Um, I loved waking up at whatever time and making anything. Um, but it it kind of stopped me from being able to to just sit down and unwind. Eventually, I want to have a home studio and a studio outside of my house. Nice. In case I get like that fire and I want to make something real quick. Um. But yeah, I'm learning to give myself time to just sit down and and relax because that's probably what does me the most harm in my life right now. Is keep like keep on going like yeah. I I, I don't want anyone else in the world right now work. I don't want anyone to work harder than me. Like I, it makes me feel bad about myself knowing that there's people out there putting in more work than I am. So there's times where, like, I'll get, I get off of the, I'll get off of, I come home from work, 10-hour shift, and work three, four hours on my music, and it gets tiring. It honestly gets tiring. Yeah. Um, Sometimes, like, I'll be, like, dragging at work, and then I'll get all this inspiration, and then once I get home, I'm kind of like, Yo. dead. <laughs> but then once, like... I get a i I'll, I'll get a wave of of inspiration again, and I just work for hours and hours and hours um but yeah that's finding that balance is very necessary
0: it is it's necessary, but it's not easy, yeah, especially when you mention the getting the the inspiration I get it at the worst time I get it, when mm-hmm. I'm at work, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like I get it um I've got enough rest, I'm wide awake, it's ten o'clock in the morning i'm um, I'm sitting at my desk, and I'm like, I I just want to network, and mm-hmm. I just want to reach out, and I and I got to go to work. I got to yeah. work. So by the time I get home, you're right. You're just kind of like, oh, what was that? Where was that fire at? Like, well, I, I can't find it right mm-hmm. now. Drained. Mm-hmm. But I think the cool thing is, man, is that you are hip to it. You want to give you a little bit more? Yeah. Let's do that yeah I'm just realizing I can't remember what I was saying now but it's cool i love this i love these conversations um oh well, I was gonna say it's just cool it's a, that you can that you can recognize that and I know you know that and I think the cool thing is is like uh knowing it but still being like, yeah, but it doesn't make it any easier mm-hmm. to deal with you know the random questions or the things that sometimes I'll wake up and I can't get back to sleep because I start thinking about like dumb shit. Yeah. And I start going down these mental wormholes. Um but I did that even as a kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I was just always like what will happen to my parents or what will happen to my sisters when we get to this age or this year and I'm yeah. like why well, am I thinking about this? And, but <laughs> you know, you just start I think I think that again, that just goes to show like your emotional intelligence mm-hmm. and also like the thought process that you are able to have. That's good, and I and I know that you've got to go through what you've got to go through because I went through it, and I guess this is like the old head in me where I'm like, mm-hmm. you're gonna be all right, kid. Yeah, but yeah. you know, but you, but you are. You're gonna be all right because um, because I can see it and. As long as you're surrounding yourself, like you said, you've got a good group of people around you. As long as you surround yourself with people that, um, that don't clown that and they encourage it and these types of conversations continue, then you'll be fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, then the music will be fine. The writing, the producing will be good. And you'll just be enjoying living life and experiencing life.
1: Yeah. On that note, I realized that I've like, just gotta stop worrying about everything, about what's coming tomorrow, and really just live right now because it's all we have.
0: It's all we got, you bud.
1: know. And that's why, like, anytime someone says like, "How are you doing?" Um, like, I, I I don't say like, "I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing good anymore." I say, "I'm alive," because I'm aware of it. Yeah, and it's I'm happy. I'm so happy. I'm alive. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It's it's great.
0: Yeah, or even like I'm trying to make uh, like uh, I just alluded to it when you got here. I was like, you know, I feel bad at work. It's always like a, a quick, "What's going on? How you doing? Got a roll?" Mm-hmm. You know, but we can't ha- just stop and talk. But and I always feel bad. But I'm I'm genuinely trying to like. Even if I've got to engage in small talk, how genuine can I make it? Where Bro. I'm genuinely invested yeah, yeah. in the small talk. Yeah. How you doing? Good, good, cool. Like you know, like, and then like y'all hope everything's going good, and and not make it so much like it. This is surface bullshit, but like I'm just genuinely saying what's up. And 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 I feel like if you have more of that in your life, then it's like everything's kosher as as yeah. or as kosher it can get. yeah yeah. you know like uh, i'm trying to make a habit of just reaching out to friends even if it's a text and being like yo hope everything's good like you know no need to text back but just so you know i was thinking about you today you know like call my friends and just be like how you doing you know um because i i didn't do that a lot and i'm a loner Mm -hmm. so i grew up kind of like really enjoying my distance and then as I got older, I was just always like, how come nobody's ever inviting me? And how come people and then like my wife was like, you know, not for nothing, but you grew up giving them a different perspective. They think this is what you want. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want to be left out of things. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's cool every now and again to like just go out and do do something. Being Yeah, I get it. I definitely get it, man.
0: Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's a matter of like humbling yourself to being like, okay, I need to, I need to learn that I'm, I need to be better at um, advocating for myself, but also um, listening to people's actions towards me. Why are you acting this way towards me? It was probably Mm -hmm. because I gave you that, that impression Not all the time. Yeah. But sometimes.
1: Sometimes it can be people just projecting. Yeah, Yeah.
0: (laughs) 1,000%. But that's growth, dog. Like, that's growth. And that's, I I always tell my kids, I'm like, if you can sleep at night, then you're doing something good. Mm -hmm. If you can't sleep at night, then something's wrong. (laughs) Whether it's you're doing something wrong or something's being done to you that's not right. Yeah, yeah. You got to pay attention to that energy. and um,
1: huh. I've never thought of it that way. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, 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 that's how I try to, if I keep waking up at night and and and, and something's bothering me, then I need to, uh, okay, the, what am I avoiding? Mm-hmm. What am I avoiding? What's on my mind um, that my subconscious is keeping me up at night? But if, if I go to bed at night and I'm like, you know, I'm doing the best that I can, I'm at peace, I'm good, then I'm good. Yeah. Like I, I'm not going to think about it anymore. Yeah. Um, because your your um your gut will tell you. Like uh-huh. I, I feel like we were given that that internal like barometer. Uh-huh. You know to be like you know you can't just always skate on people and yeah. you can't be a dick all the time because right. that's not gonna sit well with you. Right. So it's like well, I think I I think I'm good. I tell my kids that if you can sleep at night, then you're doing something good and just work off that. So so on that on that note of
1: like. Like your gut instinct, your subconscious. What's your perspective on dreams?
0: Mm. Dreams are confusing, bro, because I've been going through this thing. Well, to answer your questions, I feel that dreams are important. Uh I'm not a believer like. Oh, dreams are just a a coalition of your thoughts of whatever random firing in your brain. Like, I I feel like there's a reason for dreams. But lately, I've been having dreams where I can't remember them. And and typically, Mm -hmm. I'll remember a dream or I won't remember it. But I've been waking up and like, I can see it. And then within minutes, bro, like. All of a sudden, I can't remember. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost like I've been kind of pissed because I haven't had a dream with my dad,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, i have been kind of jealous because like my sister has had couple has had a couple, and I'm like, Yo, what's wrong with me? <laughs> right, right, right. And then like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this dream. Is is the first time I've ever telling this dream. It's, okay. It's a pretty, this is a pretty vulnerable dream I yeah, had. Yeah. Here, okay. <clears throat> I had a dream well a, a, a little side note I, I posted on TikTok like a couple months ago that I every time I dream about flying I can't fly in my dream like in my dream I'm trying to fly and I can't and I'm mm-hmm. like you know you always hear everybody talk about like I love it. in my dreams I can fly, fly I'm like, yeah. in my dreams I can't yeah. like that's how much of a loser I am uh-huh. like even in my dreams so I had a dream like a month ago that i could fly mm-hmm. and i remember i was like soaring into the like the, the dark midnight sky with the moon like illuminating the clouds beautiful and i was up there and kind of like the the jordan Jumpman logo yeah. i was kind of like reaching like yeah. that and as i got all the way up to the top i realized i was naked huh. and i became very self-aware yeah. and and like scared yeah And as I became self-aware, I started to, like, float back down the earth. Mm -hmm. As I'm floating back down, I'm I'm coming down near where um, I went to Buchanan Elementary. It's not Buchanan anymore, but it used to be Buchanan Elementary in Lancaster. That's where I went to elementary. And I'm landing in the playground there. Mm -hmm. And as I'm landing, my dad and his brother are there working on something, but their backs are to me. It's the only dream so far i've had with my dad in it that i was like i was like oh my dad was there right but in my dream i wasn't aware that my dad was finally in my dream i just remember being like shit, man i gotta cover myself up so i land and i cover myself up i'm trying to cover myself up and this teacher these two teachers a man and a woman come out of the school and they want they're walking towards me they want to talk to me and i'm like trying to run away from them and as i try to go fly away i can't fly up as high anymore mm. and then i wake up mm. yo it was so bizarre right and i'm like i finally have a dream where i can fly of course i start like going into like what does this mean what is that? And right, you start googling right. shit because like being naked in your dream means something and i'm like what what is it i'm afraid of and i'm like My dad was finally in it, but he was working on something. He didn't notice me. And it's just like, dreams for me, man, they like, I feel like, I don't know if they're trying to tell me something from another space and time, but I just feel like they're like the brain's way of being like, there's something going on with you that how how can I, how can I bring it to your attention? And let's let's just make this dream and and so you can visually see your emotions that you've been dealing with, that you're not uh, discussing, that you you know mm-hmm. the things you keep here brings
1: things to the forefront. Yeah, and yeah. it's
0: like um, it's like uh, sometimes I wish I could remember all my dreams, mm-hmm. but I definitely feel. I mean, that's a long winded answer, and I apologize. But no, to, no, no, to, no to words, it was a great your answer. Dream, yeah. yeah, to answer your your question, I believe dreams are are highly important, man. Yeah. I don't I think I'm not a big like oh I didn't dream anything no you did you just don't remember <laughs> you it. forgot it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Huh. you know and, and thank you for sharing that As yeah a, man absolutely I was able to vividly see that dream yeah. you know from, from my perspective um and that, like that that dream itself can be interpreted so many different types of ways you know um Something so, so what I think uh, is like I struggle with the idea of a creator mm. or the universe. If the universe is the creator, if something was if something created the universe, I struggle that that thing, whatever it may be, can interact with us. Mm. I don't know if we have souls or not, I'd like to believe we do. But it's more so a matter of like being able to tune into the certain thing, yeah, to to the knowledge. So it's like this knowledge has always been out there, and it will forever be out there. But it's a matter of can you understand it? So like, there's dreams that you could have had as a kid that could have had a tremendous amount of magnificence, magnificence, um, significance. Yeah, um, but. You just didn't have the the tools to understand the it. tools to understand it, mm-hmm. um, and with experience, you're able to to take take lessons and everything and things that that like I don't know like you can look at a, a stoplight, right? You can get a bunch of stoplights in a row, and then you're like, maybe I should slow down. When really, it's like there's probably no meaning behind it. But if you tap into that. You can understand that you're probably moving too fast, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah, um, and that's something I realize, like with me like sometimes I gotta slow down, but yeah I, th- I i that feels right to me is that like if you can tap into something, um then it's like it feels less like I'm a puppet,
0: yeah, you know, well, I feel like if you can tap into something and it feels right, then that's good enough, sure. yeah, you know and I, I think I got to the point with my kids because my my two oldest are, they're at that point where they're they're you know, I I grew up going to church and then when my daughter was born I stopped and my two oldest grew up they didn't grow up the same way I did mm-hmm. now my wife and I have that same upbringing and we're trying to instill that in our children but in the back of my mind it's always like because I have four kids I have two from a previous marriage yeah. and then my wife and I have two daughters. But I'm always on like this, like, I grew up going to church, but then I also got like this other perspective. And I'm trying to like teach my kids, you know what? At the end of the day, you just got to do what you got to do. And if you feel right doing it, then then God bless you. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I can go down the wormhole of like, what the fuck are we doing? And what's the point? Yeah. But if I just stop and say you know what i don't know what's going to happen when i leave this place and we'll find out but let me just do everything i can to let me just make sure that i'm happy and that my family's happy and let's just let's just do that you know what i mean because mm-hmm. you start hearing these like different like stories of People are, are, you know, they have this belief that when we die, we find out that really we just reincarnate into a different life to to build up our karma. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, if that's the case, then like, how many unique souls really are there? If it's, if it's always a, yeah. a different body that you're in, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I don't. I start waking myself out. I'm like, you know what? Let me just let me just take a breath and go. I know I'm here now. Right, right. I know I'm here now. <laughs> and I, lo- I love my children, I love my wife, I love my family, I don't know what's going to go on after this. Mm-hmm. You know, Maybe when we do enter that next realm and our higher conscious is aware of everything and we're going to go, oh, yeah, I forgot about this place. Whatever, I guess. I just know right here, right now, I'm living life the best that I can as a decent human being. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not trying to be a shitbag. I'm just trying to be a good dude. A good father good husband yeah. good friend yeah. good brother um but yeah these type of thoughts man like i said earlier you can they, they they can open up a world of of joy and and like awesome thoughts and then at the same time it scares the shit out of you
1: yeah yeah because <laughs> it, it makes you realize again how much you don't know yeah and it's scary the uncertainty can get scary yeah
0: yeah and tying into like what like you were talking about like the your your love for space like the symbolism in that is like space is just like this endless abyss of what and then you're yeah. like yeah 25 million miles away there's another galaxy like how do we even like the stars are really planets from like, how how do we know that like right. crazy right right I get it on an intellectual level when you start listening to these cats that know what they're talking about. I'm like, I believe you. I believe that you know what you're talking about. But, man, it just blows my mind away.
1: I can't tell you who said this saying, but there was, I believe it was a scientist of some sort um, or philosopher. uh, Something along the lines of, like, (coughs) hmm, space, like... I'm paraphrasing like crazy right now. Space is cool and all, but what's really amazing is how mankind can measure it mm. and like understand it and and like make discoveries based off of off of space, you know what I mean? Mm. Cuz we can't go anywhere. Yeah. It takes a lot of energy to to even leave our planet to go to the moon. Yeah. It, it's, with our current technology, it, it like there's people who say x amount of time and whatever amount of time but what i've consistently heard is like with our current technology if we had if we've had if we have a uh, an unlimited amount of energy to get to the closest star system would would take like 70,000 years see what i mean and we like we can't even comprehend 70,000 years we can like think we we think we do but we can't mathematically (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean like 70,000 years you know (laughs)
0: It's like, and there's people that are like committing. They're like, "Yeah, we'll commit a team, and and we'll and we're just gonna say goodbye, and we'll just go out there, and then we'll just like try to continue life." it's just like, what? Like, what are we? Like, what are we doing? What is any of it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's so noble and dope. But at the same time, it's like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, we can't even figure out this on planet. I, I think.
1: I think at the core of humanity, we, we have this very big tendency to try to put meaning towards everything. Sure. And through exploring space, um, religion, um, science, uh, microbiology, biology, chemistry, all that, we understand ourselves a little bit more, you know? Um, and we, like, we're always searching for like the, the, the meaning and everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get a a grasp on something is comforting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: very comforting.
0: You know, as opposed to just being like, I don't know.
1: It's a little bit more certainty than we had yesterday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> one of the things that I'm, I'm doing to end this these interviews this season is, um, typically uh, from uh, seasons before interviews before, I would always ask like, what's your game plan for the next five years? But what I want to start doing is like engaging with my guests with a question. Mm-hmm. Um, so like considering everything that we've been talking about, like what's your, you know, without, without, um allowing it to get complicated, but a, a, a just a, a, a down to earth, honest answer. Like what is your, what is your, um, Not, not interpretation, but what do you think is going to happen with mankind?
1: It's a very big question. Um, I'm very hopeful in humanity. Um, Possibilities are endless. That was a big question, man. That was a really big question.
0: <laughs> but we've been talking about yeah. it this whole time, really. You see, you see an upswing here, though, with the, with humanity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, no hope is, hope is not lost.
1: No, it's not.
0: Which is good. That's a good way to look at it.
1: I honestly couldn't tell you. Yeah. And that's my, that's like my down to earth, honest answer.
0: But that's what I like, man. Yeah.
1: I'd hope that, um, what I would want to happen to humanity is, uh, one is to like, you know, just understand that we're in this together. Yeah. Um, and that at the end of the day, like sure there might be aliens out there or something, but right now we know that we're all we got. Uh, Yeah. So we should start living a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, with a little bit more love and a little bit more care.
0: Yeah, 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 and and kind of allow things like music to to bring people together because right. that's like a natural bonding element in life. Is like music, the yeah, art it's, of it's music. Like
1: a, it's a it's like a universal language. Like yeah. If there is life elsewhere, I'm sure they have music too.
0: Yeah, they have to. Yeah. I would hate to think that some other universe doesn't even know what music is. Right, right. Or some parallel universe that's like in line with ours, as some people also Yeah. All right, Tony Brownhart. Real quick, man, is is that your your government name, Brownhart? Like, no, nah, right?
1: my my government is Anthony Dominguez.
0: Okay, yeah. So, talk to me real quick about Tony Brownhart. Where's where did this name come from?
1: Yeah. So my my previous artist name used to be Nine. Okay. Um, but it was spelled N-I-X-N-E. Ah. And, and what the number nine meant to me was like something that keeps you going, um, and. The thing is it was a little confusing for some people some people call me Nixon Nixon (laughs) Nick's name nine so I was like I got to come up with a name that that is very easy to say but that no one else has and I knew that I wanted Tony because that's my nickname I knew that I wanted Tony in it Um, and in the seventh grade uh, talent show uh, I had gotten second place for playing the piano and when they called me up they were like Anthony throb Dominguez so my, my mom was like what about Tony Heartthrob?" and I was like what? really <laughs> and my sister was like no absolutely not um but my favorite color is brown okay um and I send brown hearts to like my family and and my friends and stuff like that so, like,
0: that's like gotcha
1: I, I really like the color brown yeah um and my sister was like what about brown hearts Tony Brownheart and then it just kind of stuck it had like a nice ring to it so. yeah it does it flows nice I yeah. like it yeah so that's how Tony Brownheart came about
0: nice well Tony Brownheart I appreciate this uh, conversation this is probably one of the realest conversations I've had wow
1: that means a lot yeah. and, and thank you for having me absolutely
0: bro and the just so we we're getting this the the uh, the five Track EP, five, six track EP is mm-hmm. the first project of yours that's going to be coming out.
1: It's uh second. Second. The Birch was the first. The Birch was the first. John, is the second, no worries.
0: And that's coming out possibly November, you said?
1: The goal is November 15th, but it might be pushed, November okay. 14th, so but it gonna, might be pushed to like December. so We're not we,
0: going to hold you to that. November yeah. 15th, nah, 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 you can't, yeah. Uh, but yeah, brother, I appreciate it. That's it, man. Thank you mm. so much. Awesome. Thank All you. Right, bro. It was a
1: pleasure.